You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. Look at you gorgeous young people. Turn around to the person next to you and say, he was talking about me. Pretty sure he was talking about me. How's everyone doing tonight? Friday night? Friday? Yeah? You can take a seat. Hamish is right. I used to be the youth leader here like about 900 years ago. 900 years ago. So like in Star Wars terms, who like Star Wars here? Yeah? In Star Wars terms, that kind of makes me like Yoda. And Hamish would be like Luke Skywalker. Right? So, you know. For 900 years old, you reach. Look as good. You will not. <laughs> Too young. Too young to begin the training. I was thinking about whether I speak as Yoda tonight. I don't know if my throat could take that for 20 minutes. Or um, uh, people might not know, but I'm actually Chinese by background. Right? Represent... So then I thought, well, maybe I should do, maybe I should do the message in Chinese. But I'm not so sure you'll understand everything that's coming out of my mouth. So I'm going to keep it dinky die Aussie. Gosh, it's good to speak with young people. You know, you don't get to do this. When you're speaking in church with all the adults, you've got to kind of be serious. But we're going to have fun tonight, right? Who here has a hobby. Something they enjoy chilling out to, right? Uh, Something they focus their time and attention on, right? Yeah, hands up? Yep. Where's Hayden? Where is he? He's my my beautiful stagehand here. I've got a couple of hobbies. um, And if you come to our house, some of the things that we have in our house, thanks buddy. It is vibranium. No, it's not vibranium. Yes, you can touch it. Yes, you can touch it. Oh my gosh, I feel like a rock star. This is like, oh, can I touch this? Can I touch the shoe? So in our house, so we love superheroes in our house. If you come over to our house, there is about a whole bunch of things that show that our hobbies represent Lego and pop figurines and Batman and Superman statues. Um, Did I mention Lego? Star Wars. I'm old, but not obsolete. Hashtag Terminator. I do like playing basketball. Do I have any hoopers in the house? Yeah? Some hoopers here? Yeah? I can't jump anymore. Right? I used to be able to jump, the, jump and grab the ring. Almost dunk. I'm hoping my son will succeed where I have failed. But in our house, we talk about basketball a lot and things like that too. So there are, these are just a few of the, the hobbies I have here, son. And the other hobby I have is um, I love sneakers, right? Got to have me some nice kicks, right? So I'm not quite as good. I don't know if anyone knows Ian Wade who plays guitar up here on stage. His sneaker game is strong, hey? It's strong. Mine is like moderate. His is strong, right? So everybody here has at some point in time had something they focused their attention on. So what does focus actually mean? So I looked it up in a dictionary because I'm not that smart. 
And focus is actually defined as the center of interest or activity. The center of interest or activity. And if you think about the things that you enjoy doing, you go, yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? I could talk about WandaVision for days. I could talk about Star Wars for days, right? Now, that's, that's good. For some people, it might be your art. Some people could be your schoolwork. Some people could be your work, right? Whatever it is, we've all got stuff that we enjoy doing, hobbies, focuses. But amongst all that cool stuff, and don't get me wrong, it is, it is so cool, okay? I almost brought my Thor hammer as well, but I didn't. I know. Do you want me to put the hammer down? <laughs> but as cool as all that stuff is, I want to challenge us all. And this is for me tonight too, guys. Where does God sit in your pecking order of focus? Right? So we're going to have some fun tonight, a few laughs. We're going to find out what God has to say about focusing on Him, tuning in on Him. Because it's okay to have, enjoy the, the other stuff. It's okay to have a hobby, right? But God wants you to focus your attention on Him, okay? So the first, my first point, it might come up with, there we go, boom. You feed what you want to focus on, right? In Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, it says, Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Or in the message version, it actually says it like this. The place where your treasure is, is the place you will most want to be and end up being. I like that. The message, the message Bible, if you, if, if you haven't read some of the stuff that... Um, Eugene Peterson writes the way he interprets the message. I encourage you to do it because as a young person or as a 900-year-old young person, right, he writes it in such a way that it actually can really just turn the lights on and make it real for you, right? Your treasure is the, is the place where you will most want to be. Where do you most want to be? Here? Someone said at home? I'm not taking that personally. <laughs> At home, <laughs> maybe gaming, maybe playing some games, maybe hanging with your friends at the mall, maybe chilling, watching some Netflix, yeah. right? That, again, all good things. But I want us to. Ch- I want to challenge all of us tonight. Whether you're in year seven, or whether you're a uni student, or whether you're working, right? Where does God sit in all of that? Right? What are the things that you treasure? These you've seen some of the things that that I treasure. But make no mistake, I. Make room for God. Sometimes it's not easy, but it's important to do, right? So that you feed what you want to focus on. If you want to be better at sport, you practice, right? If you want to get stronger, you exercise. <laughs> You'll beat me one day. <laughs> you work in your technique. You refine your skills, right? You do the same with God. I, I, like when you play games... I not, I'm not as good at uh, video games as my son is. He is a lot more adept at that than me, right? Well, I won't talk about last week, son. Uh, but if you want to get better at something, you practice, you put in the time. And you know what? It's exactly the same with God. There's no rocket science here, right? Because remember, I'm not that smart, okay? Just handsome. <laughs> And modest. I'm so modest. 
right? You can develop your relationship. You can, you can learn the nuances of hearing God's voice. Focusing in on Him, just like you do with anything else. My next point is this. Focus breeds familiarity. Right? When you become focused on something, you become familiar with it. Think about your favorite YouTuber. Right? Um, your favorite... TikTok channel. I don't even know how that works. Don't even get me started. I don't know that. Um, or the person you follow on the gram. You guys, can, do we still say the gram? Okay, cool. Just making sure. I'm just want to making sure that I'm culturally appropriately making it. Right. After a while, you understand their style, right? You know how they're going to speak. You know the things that they're into, right? You get a vibe for them. I like to listen to a lot of basketball commentary and, and critics about. So, you know, I, I know how Stephen A. Smith critiques basketball players, right? Or I know when um, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp are arguing about, I know their style because I've listened to them a lot, just like you do with your favorite things, right? So when you focus on them, you become familiar, right? It's, this, um, it's the same type of thing with God. John chapter 10, verse 27, this is God speaking to us. He says, my sheep. Everyone go, bad. Very good. Good sheep. <laughs> he says, my sheep listen to my voice and they follow me. Right? So there's two key things here that I want to share with you guys. God's people listen to him. Right? Are you listening to God? Am I listening to God? Do you recognize his voice? Like... As a kid, you recognize the voice of your parent, don't you? I hope, right? Because you're familiar with them, right? Because you're familiar. It's exactly the same with God. So when you say, and I've heard this again, 900 years old, you reach, look as good, you were not, right? When, I have seen enough young people come and go who go, I don't, I don't hear from God. I know about it. It's the same thing over and over again. Pastor Meg says this, and then next week Pastor Hamish says this, and it's kind of the same thing. And then, oh, yeah, we got that good-looking Asian kid, Isaac Tang. He got up and spoke, but it's all the same thing. I've heard, the number of young people I've heard over my millennia on earth who have said, going to church is the same thing, I guarantee you, they're not really listening to God. It's just words to them. It's just words to them. I can say that again because I'm old. And you know what? I can drop all these truth bombs and then I can run away. <laughs> and Hamish and me, Meg will deal with all you guys. Going, hey, what do you mean he does that? I never heard from God. Right? The second point is this. God knows you. Right? The second part of that verse is I know them. And they follow me. God knows you. Do you know that tonight, guys? Again, that could be something you've heard a zillion times in your Christian life. Whether you've been coming to burn for four weeks or four years. I'm sure you've heard at some point, some handsome person or some pretty girl speaking up here saying, God knows you. And again, you can go, yeah, 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 heard it all before. Can't see him, can't feel him. Good to know he's out there somewhere. He might know me. I don't know him because it doesn't mean anything to you. That could change tonight for you. If you want it to. God knows you intimately. He, is, he, he knows your areas of strengths. He knows the areas you need to develop in. 
He knows those hurts you think no one else sees. Right? He knows all about your awkwardness being a teenager, your hormones, your feelings, the things you don't think you can tell your parents, the things you don't think you can share with your teachers, the things you don't think you can't uh, share with your youth. He knows everything about you. Psalm 139 is written just for you. Right? And in the message, I love how it's read. It's up on the screen, it does. Yes. It says, Oh, yes, you shaped me from the inside out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God, you're breathtaking. Body and soul, I am marvelously, marvelously made. Turn to the person next to you and say, Hey, I'm marvelously made. You know me. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit. Know how I was sculptured from nothing into something. Like an open book, you watched me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before I even lived one day. Young people, God knows you. When you go to bed at night and you put your head on the pillow and you think, man, I have had a terrible day. I have had a terrible week. The people who I thought were my friends stabbed me in the back. They may have ignored me. I don't know who my friends at school are. I can't stand that teacher who just won't get off my back about my assignment. My parents just want me to clean my room and keep on nagging me about keeping my clothes. But God knows you, right? And he's there for you. And tonight there are young people here tonight. I don't know everybody here. I know you're all awesome, but I don't know everybody. And you need to be reminded that God does know you and he knows your situation. He knows the things that you, you hide and you think you're ashamed of. And you need to be reminded tonight, guys, that God sees every one of us right now in this moment, in this room. You're not here by accident. And he wants to encourage you no matter how old you are or what you think you can't overcome, that God is for you. And he's got a plan for you, okay? Thanks, bro. (laughs) So it's time to put you in focus, okay? Where's where's Hayden? I need Hayden again. There he is. I'm going to bring out our old prop here. I've got one more prop here. It's a bit of show and tell tonight. Does anyone know what this is? Radio. Well done, because you guys don't really use these things anymore. You guys use Spotify and and iHeartRadio, right? All that kind of stuff. Hayden thought this was a thought it was a Walkman, didn't you? Right? And that's a whole other history lesson I get into. This is a radio, and who knows what it's like to try to tune in a radio and you can't hear the station? Yeah. Yeah? It kind of sounds a bit like this. Let's see if this works. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. You can't really hear what... You can't hear much, can you? It's all staticky. Staticky doesn't sound like anything. Okay. Progression and strength catering for all levels of fitness. Can you hear something now? Is it a little bit fuzzy still? Yeah. Yeah, so you can't quite hear, but you can kind of hear it a bit. Because now it's in tune. 
That's what a radio does before, before things... Oh, look at my... My daughter's mocking me from the fridge. <laughs> What's a radio? Remember I said before... Sorry, becoming familiar with God is like any relationship. It takes time and intentional effort, right? The thing that I did with the radio is to, pr- is to sh- illustrate that sometimes we think we can't hear God, but we're not actually in the right position to tune into Him. And it sounds a little fuzzy. Where is He? I don't know where He is. I'm standing here. The music's going around. I don't know. And it's not till you put yourself in a position to actually tune into Him that you actually tune into the right station, right? When you're not fully tuned into stuff, you don't see things clearly. So I challenge each one of us here tonight, if you're sitting here bored, thinking about, oh my gosh, I can't wait to have some pasta. Admittedly, I am starving. (laughs) Right? But if you're sitting here bored or you've been in church, you've been in youth, thinking, oh my gosh, when is this going to end? Heard it all before, heard it all before, like like I said before. I guarantee you're not tuned in. And you're not seeing things the way they're meant to be. Which means you're probably missing out on something. Just like this guy did in this commercial. Can we put this commercial on, guys? Specsavers, right? So we see what happened there. My man thought he was just about to, like he was, he was going to score a winning point in beach volleyball. Goes up and makes an almighty spike, destroys the hell out of some poor seagull, right? So you can see he, he kind of knew what he was doing. He kind of saw something, right? He saw a little bit. He knew he was playing volleyball. He knew he was at the beach. He knew what the objective of the game was, but he couldn't quite see clearly enough to do the right thing, right? And I've been told that no seagulls were actually harmed in the making of that commercial, (laughs) right? But that's what it's like when you're not tuned in to God enough. If you're not tuned in to the right station, you're not fully experiencing everything that God has for you. You'll come to youth and you'll play some games and you'll you'll play Hungry Hungry Hippos, Right? Or you'd be jumping around the mosh pit. But you might still be thinking, gosh, there's something still missing. I'm not quite tuned in. Right? So how do you do that? Just like our radio here, sometimes you need to uh, build your own internal antenna. So I'm going to tell you some stuff that you may have heard before, but I'm hoping that maybe it strikes a new chord with you tonight. How about read the Bible? If you want to tune in to God... You want to focus on him? Read the Bible. Okay, listen to what he's saying. L- l- understand what he has to say about life, relationships, perseverance, hard work, how to coping with sadness, how to be happy. God's got stuff to say about all of the stuff you're going through. What? He does. Right? Give it a try. The number of young people who go, 
God's not relevant now. It's just all these old stories in the Bible, but it's not really relevant, right? I guarantee you they haven't even bothered to read the Bible for themselves and give it a fair dink and go. They're just quite happy, chucking stones from afar going, yeah, it was good back in the old days and it's good for old people like you, Mark. But I'm young. This is the prime of life. I want to go out and have fun. God's got no place there. He does. The second thing is, spend time with like-minded people. You become who you hang around. Plain and simple, right? That's not even a biblical principle. That's just a principle. That's a universal principle. Some friends might drag you down with their problems, and maybe they're a bad influence. You need to know where to draw a line and go, hey, I'm happy to be your friend, but that, that stuff you're into, not for me, right? And that takes courage. The more you do this stuff, guys, the more natural it becomes. Remember what I said about focus breeds familiarity? The more you do it, the more adept you'll be at it. So once you've listened to God, the last thing you have to do is actually act. James 1, 23 to 34 says, Don't fool yourself into thinking you're a listener when you're anything but. Letting the word go in one ear and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who who hear and don't act are like someone are like those who glance in the mirror and walk away two minutes later they have no idea who they are and what they look like who thinks that if they looked in the mirror and walked away two minutes later that they would forget what they look like no a couple people no right but that's what that's what um, James is saying. If you listen to God, but then actually don't do what he says, you're like someone who just hears stuff. Oh, boring, same thing, heard it all before. And the reason they think it's boring and the reason they don't think it has any application to their life is because they have not acted. So our challenge tonight as young people who say they love God is to not just hear the words that God has for you, but will you act? Will you give it a try? Right? Just give it a try. <laughs> okay? It's on you. Unfortunately, it's not something that the amazingly talented Hamish or Meg can do for you. Not even your handsome guest speaker can do that for you. Whoever he may be. One little tip I'll give you to help tune in to God, and it's quite apt that we're playing some music, which is great, is to think about the music you listen to, right? I love, again, showing my age, I love the 80s and 90s retro hits, right? That kind of stuff. I love it. love it. Uh, my kids do too. We sing it in the car. Um, uh, we, we love all the cool retro stuff from the Marvel movies, right? It's really cool. We, 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 we um, totally geek out to that. But... When I need to center myself on God, I find that music is so powerful. So, my encouragement and tip for you tonight, find yourself some good Christian music if you haven't already. Right? I'm listening to a lot of Toby Mac and uh, for King and Country at the moment. I really like that stuff. When you're going through a hard spot and you're feeling like God isn't there listening to you, 
put on some Christian jams, right? I'm not saying you can't listen to non-Christian music, because I do too. But listening to Christian music can really help put you in position to tune in to God. Because the words that they sing about and that they're, they're, that they're um, ex- um, exhorting in their music can be such an encouragement for your soul, right? And the same goes the other way. If you want to put in rubbish music into your ears all the time, then that will affect your soul too. If you want to, if you want to listen to stupid songs about girls and guys getting it on and blah, 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 whatever else, whatever else is out there, right? And let's face it, it's out there. I'm just being real, right? That's going to affect you here too. Find some good Christian jams. Find some stuff you can vibe out to. My last point is that we should be living with hope, not hype. Okay? Athletes do not become elite overnight. Okay? You don't just go to the gym one day for one time and then think, well, tomorrow I'm going to look like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So that means that when you decide to take action and give it a go to find out maybe there's more to tuning into God than what you first thought, it's going to take a little time. And trust me from experience, 900 years, right? Trust the process. We live in a society, guys, that is instantaneous. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, if you're that old, (laughs) right? We expect messages to come straight away. If someone hasn't responded back to something that you've sent, oh my gosh, they don't like me. Oh my gosh, the sky's falling in. Why why haven't they responded to my message? Right? Or we might, so then you let's put the the God hat on. You pray to God, I've got a problem at school. I've got a problem with the opposite sex. I've got a problem with my parents. And nothing, and you don't get an answer straight away. And then you think, I tried. I tried. Where were you, God? Trust the process. God is never failing. I don't think he's ever failed once. I fail all the time. I'll probably fail before I get back to the car, right? But God is unfailing. Never failing. He knows where you're at. Remember, the guy who wrote that psalm, he knows you from the inside out. He never fails. It might take some time. It might take some patience. It might take enduring a few tears and a few heartaches. But God always comes through. Like we just sang, you are the way when there seems like there's no way. I can assure you that over the course of my life, especially inside the last six years, which have been pretty rough for my family, I used to sing that line over and over and over again. God, make a way. Make a way where there's no way. Because you know what? Despite how you feel, God is always moving. Always moving. You might come here tonight, you might feel like utter crap. God is still moving. You don't see it. You might not, and you certainly don't feel it. But God is moving in your life tonight, young person. Okay? Because God is bigger than your feelings. He's bigger than when you feel happy or sad, whether whether that was funny or not, right? He's bigger than those things. The last verse I want to share with you is Jeremiah 29, 11. And this is God speaking to you. I know what I'm doing. God wants you to know that tonight. He knows what he's doing. I have it all planned out. 
plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. You need to understand, young people, that God has an amazing future for you. Right? You just have to step in and have a go. Right? Josh has a Chinese name, and his name is Chen Huan. I don't know if I pronounce that very well, but it's C H E N Y U A N. And that means brilliant future. No pressure, son. But. <laughs> But you need to know that you have a brilliant future with God, right? No matter what you've done, no matter how you feel, He knows you, He cares about you, He's got a future for you. Hype fades. What if one day we don't, we don't have the awesome musos we have here today? We don't have the cool lights and the fun games. Would you still be interested in focusing on God? Right? That's the question that at some point in your life you will need to answer. Right? Because hype does fade. But hope in God doesn't. And that's why I'm saying it's not about hype because that fades, it'll go away. But hope in God doesn't. So would you bow your heads with me tonight, guys? There's two groups of people I want to talk to tonight. And the first group of people, maybe you're here tonight and you're not quite sure where you stand with God. And it doesn't matter if you've been here before or whether this is your first time here. But if you looked into your heart, you could you you might think, gosh, I don't I don't know if I hear his voice. I'm not sure I know him. Maybe I did once. But Perhaps tonight, something has you wondering if there's more to life than what you've experienced. Can I tell you, friends, there is. You've been looking for a life with more meaning, more happiness, more joy. You're looking for someone to take away the pain, the disappointment, the letdown. Give God a try. Give God a try tonight. So my question is, is there anyone here who would like to accept God into their life? No one's looking around. It's just, it's just between you and God. If that's you tonight, if, that's, if, you've, if you've come to a point where you think, you know what, I'm just tired of being bored with this whole God thing. If there's more, I'm willing to give it a go. So if that's you tonight, just raise your hand and say, God, I want to know a bit more about you. Thanks, Lord. I see that hand. Thank you. I see that hand. God, we just thank you for your love here tonight. Thank you. I see those hands. God, we just pray that you would just do something amazing in this place tonight, God. Say, God, I know I need you. I want you to be the king of my life. I want you to be my big brother. I want you to be my father. So we're going to just pray together. And if that's you tonight, I want you to really take this prayer to heart. Let's just pray together. Dear God, thank you that you care about me. And thank you that you died for me. 
so that I could have a life beyond the ordinary. Forgive me for not focusing on you. But tonight, I want to tune into you. I want to live a life that's all for you. Would you help me? In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's really cool. There's one other group I want to pray for tonight just before we go tonight. The second group of people I want to address is maybe you're already a Christian here. But if you're honest, you're not really tuned into God's frequency enough. You've done a lot of listening, but you haven't done a lot of acting. And He's not quite the focus of your life. And things have gotten a little bit out of balance. And you need to remake Him as the foundation of your life. If that's you tonight, and you think, you know, God, I, I just want to get closer to you. I want to put some things in proper perspective. Would you put up your hand? Say, God, I want to, I want to, I want to be closer to you. I, 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 want to, I want to know more about what it's like to be a Christian. I don't want to be in church and be a youth and be bored and feel like I've done it all before. I want something new. I want something fresh. I see those hands. God, we just pray for everyone who's got their hand up tonight that you would just reveal yourself in such a real and personal way to all of my friends here tonight. I pray, Father God, as they take this step of action about tuning their antenna antenna into you to find out for themselves what it's like to be um, a Christian, what it's like to live a life um, full of joy and knowing that you've got your, you've got their back every step of the way. I pray, Father God, that you would give them the strength and the courage and the resilience to hang in when times are tough and that you would just sh- reveal your love to them and your peace to them and your comfort to them in a way that they have never, ever known. Amen. Amen. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, you know what? Thanks so much for having me. I had a lot of fun. Made me feel young again. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.